And and when I was talking to one of my girlfriends, she was like, I know like you're you were really hurt by this, but you should absolutely talk about it on the podcast. And I was really like, I don't know. I think this is going to be something I do not talk mm-hmm. about. She's like, but a lot like people will look at you and be like, well, you won't get rejected. And I'm. she's like, if it just helps one person be like everybody gets rejected and it's yeah. completely normal and it's going to make people feel like better then maybe you should talk about it. And I was like. I'm doing it for the fucking hoes that watch this podcast. I'm not 100%. doing it for me because I really feel uncomfortable even talking about it. Yeah. Chemical what is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chemical X podcast. I'm your girl, Alessia. I'm your girl Veronica and as always if you haven't already liked subscribed um, leave a comment down below and also if you you know are feeling so generous leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and as usual guys we love hearing your comments whether it's something you want to hear us talking about or an opinion you had about the episode or just showing us some love down below in the comments we love to see it and we really appreciate it so yes so today's topic is going to be about a word that no one's gonna like mm-hmm. how would you explain this word without saying the word <laughs> i mean it's something that nobody wants to experience and when you do experience you feel like you're the only one who's experiencing it say it with me veronica rejection, rejection. <laughs> so guys we know that it's something that's unavoidable in life but when it happens to you you just feel like you're so alone with it and it's Mm -hmm. actually so hard to deal with rejection so today we're going to talk a little bit about our experiences being rejected and you know kind of the mindsets that we have to get over it or some things that you should keep in mind and why it even bothers people so much to get rejected i mean you know i think that one's pretty clear but it just really hurts it's it's one of those things that you think you can, you think you're prepped for it until it happens. And then you're like, mm, my feelings are hurt. Yeah. You know? And it could really play with your confidence too. So much. Like I know so many people that have like lasting, like they, they get like afraid of ever trying again because of rejection. I think time is the only way you get over something, but it's, it's definitely a, a scar that's there. Oh, and it's it there. So today I actually, well, we're going to talk about both our experiences, but um, I have one that really, really hurts. And uh, I just figured since we share everything here on the Chemical X podcast, then what better time to let everybody know that Alessia got rejected. <laughs> Sometimes you almost prepare yourself for rejection. So it doesn't hurt that bad because you're like ish ready for it. Yeah. But when you don't plan on it or don't prep for it and it happens to you, it just stings differently. Well, I also think when it comes, not even just prepping for it, but I think there's certain situations where you kind of feel like you're going to get rejected. But the ones that hurt the most is when you have no idea. Oh, when you're caught off guard. Blindsided. That's like, that's a fucking bitch. Because then you start going like, you start rethinking yourself. Like, did I totally misjudge this situation? I think it almost feels like somebody who got scammed. Yeah. You know, because it's not only you dealing with the rejection after it's you having to explain to yourself why you feel this way and why you were so crazy for believing something yeah. that you start re going over everything in your mind yeah. and where you were missing like self awareness like signs yeah yeah like why did it get past you like you almost feel like the biggest idiot yeah you know okay so let's talk about alessia getting rejected this is so fun i actually contemplated even speaking about this because 
you know, nobody likes rejection. And well, nobody likes to admit that they got rejected. So, guys, a couple of months ago, I was really excited about this guy I was talking to. Um, didn't live in the city. And I was just looking forward to going and see him, seeing where things would go. And he was like kind of different from like the usual kind yeah. of guy you would go for. Yeah, definitely different than the usual type uh, than I, that I would go for. And I was just looking forward to it. And so I had actually went to see him and we do drinks and dinner and we're vibing. Like, I'm not crazy. We're vibing for a vibe to happen. It has to be both ways. It has to be both ways. So I think that's one thing I have to keep telling myself is like, Mm -hmm. you are not crazy. Like the vibes were there on both ends Yeah. because I'm not delusional and I would know if they weren't, you know? Yeah. I feel like you normally feel when someone's more into you or like... You have doubts and like, you kind of like, if they're not the, if it's not all there, you kind of feel that like, it could have been like, how did it go? But like when you feel the vibes, I always say the vibes are always shared. Like Absolutely. one person can't be having the best date and the other person is having yeah. the worst date. Like that just doesn't work. And I also, I think sometimes it happens where like people get blindsided and girls will be like, I had the best time. Like I thought he did, mm-hmm. but I normally feel like it's always outside things and it doesn't necessarily have to do with like you and your date. Yeah. And maybe that's what I tell myself to feel better about myself, but yeah, vibes the have vibes to be were there. Vibes were there. We did drinks, we did dinner, and then I had already met him before, so right. we actually slept together. Um, what did you say that again? A couple episodes ago, I didn't. It wasn't the first time I saw him. <laughs> it was our first date. Wait, what did you say? You don't sleep on the first date. I just want to <laughs> make sure. I just want to make sure that everyone knows that we're liars here on the Chemical Boys <laughs> podcast. We are. Well, we lie. We come on every week and we lie. I mean, we absolutely come on here and we lie. But to be fair, it wasn't like I met him, I fucked him. Okay. But like, yes, our first initial date, we ended up sleeping together. But I always say if the vibes are there, the vibes are there. If it happens, it happens. Right. But then I I'm self-aware enough to know that if the vibes weren't there, I wouldn't have slept with you. Like it wouldn't have been like a shared thing, you know? Um, So, yeah. So we end up sleeping together and um, like multiple times in the night. Like it's very shared. Like if you're not into someone, you're not fucking someone four times in a night. Yeah. Am I right? You're saying your Uber is here. Get the fuck out. Exactly. You know? Okay. So whatever. The night goes well. It was really fun. Before going on the trip, he made it clear that he's still going to have to like maybe work between. So I don't know looking back if that was his way of saying like, if I'm not feeling it, like that's my out or like, okay, I get it. You're a businessman. Like you're working. Right. Fair. So around like six o'clock in the morning, he leaves. Okay. Yeah. Kisses me on the cheek and he's like, I'll see you later. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is like a, you go back to bed. Everything's like, good. Everything's swell. Well, at this point, I, I know a lot of people will be like, well, why did, why did he leave? No, I'm so happy. I get yeah. to like chill, be in my hotel room. Yeah. Do all the things I want to do. I don't feel like waking up next to you and like really doing like the shower and everything. Mm. Like I just still you have your space. I have my space and I'm getting to know you. Now morning comes and I'm finding it a little bit weird that he's not writing to me. Mm-hmm. And now it's like 12 o'clock and I'm in a city that I absolutely love. So I'm like, I I just want to know what my plans are here because there's I, I, I want to do other things and I know he's working. Right. I just don't want to already here i'm like i don't want to you know go do something and then i find out he's gonna message me right but like that's already like red flag number one like i should have already woken up with a message saying like you know i'll see you later like yeah. i'm working 
like somebody who's in like interested will do that not even interested but like if he wanted yeah. to he would kind of thing 100%. so it's like if he was making sure that you knew what was up he would have texted you in the morning yeah exactly so now i'm waking up and i'm like okay well this is a bit weird but then like i'm talking to my friends and they're like well he left you and like last he heard you were sleeping so just message him right and already i had a pit in my stomach because i do not like messaging first mm-hmm. i think like this is something i have to work on but i just feel like i'm the weak one and i'm I'm pursuing someone and someone's not pursuing me if I message them first. But I'm like, whatever. I'm in the city. He flew me out. He got me a hotel. Like, I'm going to write to him first and say, like, hey, I'm up, you know. So I say, hey, I'm up. And um, he writes back right away. And he's like, hey, like, how's your morning going? I ended up going, doing my own thing during the day, which Mm -hmm. I was totally fine with doing. And then he started kind of just being like oh, like, I have things going on right now. Like, I'm going to just, like, keep you updated for later. And then right away then, I was, like, the feeling I felt when I woke up to no message is, like, kind of solidifying how I'm feeling right now. Right. And it's kind of making me feel like I just got scammed in a way. Yeah. You know, like, I kind of, in a way, slept with you. And now I'm feeling, like, regret from doing that because now I'm like holding back and like my whole fear of not sleeping with someone right away Mm -hmm. is like coming to life and slapping me in the face for sure do you get what I'm saying yeah I get what you're saying so like that was really like a hard pill to swallow um but um eventually he ended up like I was just like keep me updated for later because he was saying he was busy and then he ended up basically just canceling on me in a in a city where he flew me in got me my hotel and like was so looking forward to the two days and was also like so interested so like you guys had such a vibe like so i mean personally this story i find is like crazy because there's a lot of things that like um contradict each other like the way he's acting at the end is very different from like how it actually went and stuff which is why i think it feels weird and And like confusing i'm not gonna lie when i woke up in the morning and i was like telling my like i facetimed a couple friends and i was like telling them what kind of went on they were like well like is it maybe you and like that's the worst feeling in the world to be like wait am i the crazy person but i know when like someone's not interested in me i I get rejected i'm not like some fucking girl who's like so such a narcissist she can't even see it coming you know so i was just like I think super blindsided and I think there's a lot more to the story really. Um can I say my theory? Yeah. Can it's just yeah, you can say your theory. I mean, so what I thought it was I just don't want people to think that oh, Alessia just can't accept the fact that she got rejected and she's going to make this the theory. 100%, but it's also me who said that this yeah. is what it is and I think like I also really have that ability to like see through actions. Like I'm really good at like noticing too. Yeah, I think everyone's good, but then when it comes to themselves and they get rejected, I'm the number one to just be like, oh well, it's because he wasn't interested in me. (laughs) But but like I think for this situation, there's so many things that contradict each other. Like just based off of what you told me and like how he was acting. We can honestly talk about it at this point because there's no going back from this guy or anything. So. So I was convinced and I'm still convinced that he has a girlfriend because I was like, nobody like to, to abruptly just like cancel on somebody like for, for that. Like when you already see them, you already had a good time. You already spent all this time together. And then like suddenly but the are next people day, gonna be like, well, let, that's your perception. Like you think you had but a like, good time. We'll never know. But I yeah. just think based off of his actions, I think 
you can always tell when somebody's not fully feeling you. Even if you don't know 100%, you have that little bit of that seed of doubt in your mind, mm -hmm. which wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And like he, even his actions were not showing the way he was acting at the end. So personally, my theory is that he actually has a girlfriend or oh. has somebody in his life and like was not able to make it happen that night to see you again and had to like abruptly cancel and like, you know what I mean? Because he was even still following up with you after... The fact like trying to be like, I'm so sorry, like, da, 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 yeah. like, we, like, I want to see you again. But it's like, it, and it was just somebody who's not interested wouldn't have done that. They would have like canceled and just been but like, you don't think he was later. just like being a nice guy to be like, I can't. And then like, I mean, no, if a guy's flying you out at the end of the day, and I had said this is like, guys are not the same way girls are. Whereas like a girl, when we don't like somebody, or I mean, I think it's a personality thing, but for the most part, when you don't like somebody, it's very hard to fake it. Like, it's very hard to sit at that table and pretend like I like you. Like, I can't do that. Like, I can't just sit there and pretend I like, like I too. like you. And I think most girls are like that. Whereas guys are a little bit less emotionally mm. in tune and like, connected so they have all the ability to like chill with a hot girl even if maybe they're not interested in pursuing and something just fuck them and again. just fuck them like he would still have probably saw you probably like took you out and like slept with you and like for him a guy is able to dissociate from that yeah. emotional aspect that i agree whereas with. a girl a little bit less can do that you know yeah. what i mean like unless you guys both don't give a fuck about each other yeah but I think that he would have still saw seen you if he had the opportunity because he did get you out there he did like yeah you know make the effort he would have been like well she's here like let me just see her again this last night and yeah. and then whatever and i think the excuse he used was just so hard for me to like even first Fight. of all i would never come at someone like that soon on because yeah I, you don't owe me anything but i think the excuse that was used was so hard to even like have a reaction to mm -hmm. like it was a personal family yeah, it was like emergency. A, it was like a personal family emergency. So how do I even like have a say, you know? So I think and then even when you try when you say like, well, it's obviously a lie, you low key feel bad because you're like, well, what if it's not? Yeah. But then again, there's different ways to to do things. Also, like if you're going to cancel on a girl that you flew out mm -hmm. um, and you were so excited about, couldn't you just pick up the phone and be like, hey, like, I'm so sorry that I can't see you again. Even yeah. if you're not interested in me, like the respect, you know, yeah. to just be like, I'm sorry, like, I can't see you. So that's the one reason and feeling I get of he was in a pickle and he couldn't even pick up the phone or he knew well, yeah. what he was doing was wrong. And he felt like if he picked up the phone and called me, then I had a chance to like ask a question and then he wouldn't know how to answer it because he's in a pickle. Yeah. And when he you're lying has a wife about something. Or he has um, someone yeah. in his life. When you're lying about something, you, you always try to do the, the route where there's the least amount of back and forth. And like, you're not going to pick up the phone when you're lying because then it's like, oh, well, what happens and everything? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many ways yeah. that you could get caught in your lie. So I think like that just shows me even more that there's something he was hiding. And there was like a reason why he had to do that. And personally for me, I think it's because there's somebody else in the picture and you know there's you know what it is though it's like after i got back and i had a chance to like speak with you and a couple of friends um most of them said the same thing as you mm -hmm. and i was like are my friends just trying to make me feel better you know <laughs> but like as as i'm thinking about that and what every every one of my friends is saying it made me do that it made me re like look inwards to like our messages and just like 
try and pick up on little CSI things that happen throughout the night, throughout the text. And like, I definitely see now that there's certain things that I could have maybe picked up on more that I wasn't. Right. That make me think that maybe, yeah, you guys are correct. I never want to be here and be like, that's 100 percent, you know, because it's like, okay, maybe you just got rejected. (laughs) But um, yeah. and, And when I was talking to one of my girlfriends, she was like. I know like you're you were really hurt by this, but you should absolutely talk about it on the podcast. And I was really like, I don't know. I think this is going to be something I do not talk mm-hmm. about. She's like, but a lot like people will look at you and be like, well, you won't get rejected. And I'm, she's like, if it just helps one person be like everybody gets rejected and it's yeah. completely normal and it's going to make people feel like better then maybe you should talk about it. And I was like. I'm doing it for the fucking hoes to watch this podcast. I'm not 100%. doing it for me because I really feel uncomfortable even talking about it. Yeah, but I think it's also something that like you talk about it and sometimes when you admit something that makes you feel bad, yeah. it almost lifts the weight off your shoulder of having to like hide the fact in a way that you got rejected because yeah. it's like it's here, it's out in the open and like obviously it is something that's like hard to admit and it feels like shit, but I think a lot of people look like a lot of people look outwardly at other people and assume that either they don't have any insecurities or they will never get rejected. And oh, because this person looks or dresses or has this money that bad things don't happen to them. Like, I think often we can look at other people and think they have it all. Yeah. But you don't realize that everyone goes through the same struggles maybe in different ways and also like everyone experiences especially rejection like you could be a 10 out of 10 bombshell and you will still get rejected and that's what's so important to to remember is that like just because you got rejected doesn't take away at all from who you are as a person doesn't make you uglier doesn't make you less smart doesn't make you less valuable doesn't make you more unlovable like it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And I think the second you start realizing that you are never, ever going to be everyone's cup of tea, mm-hmm. everyone's flavor. <laughs> um, it. By the way, it doesn't make anyone feel better. By the way, <laughs> I don't like that saying. I can't stand yeah. it. But like, it's actually truth. And it's annoying to hear. It's actually so annoying to hear. It's annoying to hear, but it's true. And it's something that like I always try to tell myself because we try so hard to cater to everyone mm-hmm. and to make everyone like us or to like make sure that everybody thinks we're pretty or, or like, everybody cater who we are to fit like the mold of the person we're trying to date. Yeah. And it's like, but like the reality is, is people just and I think also working in like very shallow industries like the club industry is something that's made me really have to deal with rejection like face on because it's it's very easy to have somebody come and they'll just be like, I want this girl to be my waitress, not you because she's prettier or she's whatever. Like mm-hmm. people don't people are very cutthroat in that vibe. You know what I mean? And you can very obviously tell when somebody prefers somebody over you and you just have to like let it slide over your head because the way that I see it is like, I'm not going to be beautiful to everyone. There might be somebody that thinks I'm fucking ugly. Just the same way that somebody will look at me and be like, that's the prettiest girl. That's exactly my type. Like, and, and it's, and you just need to accept that. Like, and it's hard to accept because we want everybody to be attracted to us mm -hmm. and to like us and whatever, but you have to just accept like, it's not going to happen. It's literally not going to happen. Yeah. And also like the physical aspect is like such a small percentage of what makes you who you are. And like, you can't base yourself off of like whether or not somebody is like attracted to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Cause in this situation, it, I never felt like, Oh my God, I wasn't attractive mm-hmm. enough to be with yeah. him. Like, it's weird. It's like, yeah, he was a hot guy, but like, I didn't 
go into it like wow i'm not good enough like right. maybe at the beginning it was like whoa like i don't really go for like this type but like you know let me try it out mm-hmm. um but basically just to wrap up this story um he like had apologized and i just like mentally was so like i don't feel like answering and maybe that's my way of dealing with rejection it's like last person who wrote is the last one to care <laughs> which is so bad yeah. but for me, I was like, I don't feel the need to even have to write back to yeah. this. And then like when I was taking my flight back, obviously he knew that I was, you know, flying back that day, that hour he booked it. Yeah. He wrote again, like, have a safe flight. I'm so sorry again. Like, it's just like the constant sorries and the, you know, let me know you're back in the city and let me know if you want me to fly you back out. I was just like, for me, the second I mentally prep myself to go see you, that was my plans for the weekend, you know? So yeah. when you ditched me, when you when we were no longer seeing each other, every second I felt like I was in that city, I just wanted to be home. Because yeah. why am I in a city now? I feel... And, and it's not a city where I don't know what to do. There's a million things I could do and yeah. a million people I could see. But it's it's more like every second I'm here, I feel like I shouldn't be here. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I even this... It was a Saturday in the city where I know a bunch of people i could have went out and i literally just went to bed i was like every uber i paid for everything i did in the day everything that was on me i just felt like it was a scam yeah no i get it because you're like it has nothing to do with the money i spent on my end but i just felt like so betrayed yeah especially because it's not something where it's like okay it didn't work out like whatever you guys are each in your own cities but it's like he's in the position of power where he doesn't have to make any sacrifices for you he's in his own city yeah you are taking the time away like doing all this shit preparing all this and stuff i think to it's even like be there and even before mentally like where i have to put myself to be like i'm leaving for the weekend all the things i had to prep in order to do this um, because I can't just pick up and go like there's yeah. obviously so many things when you're flying someone out. I don't know how to deal with rejection. Well, I don't think anyone ever really knows how to deal with it. But I think for me, it's like when someone disrespects me to that point, I think the only thing I can think of is a let like remember your self-worth and don't even stoop to that level. Don't argue. Don't don't try and prove a point. Don't try and make somebody like you. Mm-hmm. Just like let it be. I think ghosting, I think all of that is just my way of coping with like rejection because anything I say after that in a way is like giving him another in or a chance to like either, you know, correct himself or just make himself sleep better at night. Yeah. And you know what? Like you did enough, you know, like if if this is going to bother you now, like here you go. It's all on your plate now. Like I... I just I just think the worst thing to do in a case like that is to answer because then it's kind of making you feel like you don't know your value. You know, I mean, I think, okay, look, it depends. But I think in this situation, you knew I was coming for the weekend. What emergency could you have had? Okay, look, things happen. Mm -hmm. But realistically, when you have a plan to see someone and they're there for a weekend, like any sort of situation can be handled if you if you knew that I was coming this right. weekend. I also think like there's 
there's different kinds of things. So there's like getting rejected in like a disrespectful way, which is like even harder to deal with. When you get rejected in a disrespectful way, it's very easy to like hate that person and be like, wow, what the fuck? You rejected me. Nah, nah, nah. But when you get rejected in a way where it's just like, look, I'm not into you, you your instinct is to like be mad at that person for not being interested in you and not like liking you or something but you it's such a pickle because you have to accept like wow I actually can't be mad at this person because they didn't do anything wrong they're just not interested and they went about it in a respectful way and that sometimes can even be harder to deal with yeah because when somebody disrespect uh rejects you in a disrespectful way it's like you can really like put your anger onto them and be like okay well not only did you respect me did you disrespect me but you did it in a way that was like disrespectful to me you know what I mean so it's like I'm getting rejected and you're being a dick like fuck you. Yeah. Whereas like being rejected in like a gentle way is kind of like, wow, well, fuck like me. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, OK, um, you canceled on me. You know, I'm in this city. Right. Make sure like obviously you paid for my hotel and my flight. But why am I paying the hotel fees? Like, that's where I'm at. Like yeah. you literally. um, I find you like you disrespected me in mm-hmm. a way and like you know what perfect you're not interested in me it didn't work out which anyway whatever um make sure that my whole the hotel fees are covered like do everything in your power to at least leave me feeling like i'm comfortable in the city the last day yeah do you get what i mean like hey like let me get you let me get you the uber to get to to the airport you know like that um the hotel fees why the fuck am i paying for them mm-hmm. it's just certain things that everything that day was just like a pit in my stomach i'm like this shouldn't be something i'm doing right. handling like and on top of it you ditched me like oh my god like literally hit it where it hurts like yeah it was just like get me out of this city my favorite city and i'm like i don't want to come back here for 100%. a bit like i get it no i get it it's like one of those things where it just keeps like you're like, why am I even spending a dollar to fucking be there? It's so annoying. No, it's no. such an overall annoying situation. Yeah. Um, But just like in general, rejection is really something that, you know, it's not the it's a very hard thing to deal with. And I don't think there's like a recipe for dealing with it. I think it's just like you have to be honest with yourself sometimes and be like, OK, I got rejected. Like, this is how I'm feeling well, that's where I tried to go in. And then all my friends said he's married and he has a <laughs> I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, even no matter the reason, you still feel wait, I have the a sense of rejection. I have a question. You find out that you got rejected. Now, there's two ways you can look at it. One, you find out that he was either married or had a girlfriend mm-hmm. or second. He just you find out that he just wasn't interested in you. Which one hurts more and why? So I was talking Which about this. I was like, yeah. Which one hurts more and why? Because I was talking about it with my friend and I was like, to be honest, knowing that I like maybe slept with somebody who was like married or had a girlfriend hurts. But I think the idea of like him saying like, I'm just sorry, like I'm just not interested in you hurts more. And everyone's like, disagree, disagree. All my friends are like, disagree. No, I disrespect to go sleep with someone who like didn't know about it. I totally agree. Oh, totally agree. But I think to know that you're not someone's cup 
of D in general and in they, general it's like you know you could pass it as like oh okay he was interested in me but like he was married yeah which is still so fucked up and but like i don't want to a... be a part of that like no. at all like that to me it's like if that's true that is so fucking wild yeah because i didn't even have the decision to make of like yes is this something i want to be a part of it's like yeah. i got scooped into that and i was oblivious dumb that's how yeah. i feel like yeah. stupid yeah that's like a lot like you're not stupid like you didn't know but anyway i mean i definitely think that i would prefer to be rejected because of an outside reason and then like for my own ego i could be like well it's because i think when somebody's like hey like you're just not my type it's it's like i said it's like that respectful rejection that hurts almost more because you're like because they haven't really like because they have integrity to be like they're just being an honest fucking person to be like look i don't want to like bring you down this whole path like i'm just like not interested and that's like mature but it sometimes hurts the ego a lot it's the type of rejection that makes you introspect the most because that's when you start going okay what's wrong with me that you're not interested in me and like i think that's the biggest thing about rejection is that we take rejection extremely personally Mm -hmm. when in reality rejection has nothing to do with you per se it has everything to do with that person you know like we take it so much as like well what's wrong with me well why didn't he like me and it's just like well no you just weren't the person that he was looking for like these things just didn't work and it has nothing to do with you and i think sometimes we take it so much of like oh well maybe if i was this way or like how how would i like maybe if i was more like this then he would have liked me but at the end of the day like what's meant to be will be and Mm -hmm. if somebody's not interested in you and like they reject you it's kind of a blessing in disguise you know what i mean yeah and i think this goes back to how i deal with it is like ghosting which i don't know if that's how everyone goes through it and the second thing i would say is just like tricking your brain again and reminding yourself like the hotel fees and like the not getting my uber and i'm making sure everything was good makes me think okay well that's not my person because the person i'm gonna be with is gonna be such a man and very respectful and take care of the things that he would know i would want him to so like for me already knowing that it's like okay well you know, he wasn't my person. Mm-hmm. And these are the reasons why X, Y, and Z, regardless of if he had someone in his mm-hmm. life, if he didn't, these are the reasons why he's not my person. And that sometimes will make you feel better in the long yeah, run. Yeah, Because I think when you get rejected, it almost makes you want that person more. Yeah. And you start to forget that there might've been reasons that you maybe were on the fence about them too. Like, Sometimes when we get rejected, it's like everything bad they ever did. Suddenly you don't remember. Oh, you don't know. Suddenly you're like, I want him so bad because he doesn't want me. You get what I'm saying? But you have to like remember like, okay, look, there was also this, this and this that like about his personality or about like what he did that didn't really fit with me. And now I'm not focusing on that because I'm too much focusing on like what I must have done wrong. Yeah. But this person is clearly not even a fit for me. So I think it's important Mm -hmm. to like have control over your mind and like, that's what i was doing on the flight back i was so hurt but i was like no this to me is like disrespect like i never want to be with a guy who didn't handle this 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 like to me that's not somebody i see myself with yeah like you have to get yourself back in check and be like okay let me really think back to like our experiences together like did i like 100 everything about him like there's probably certain things that you didn't like Mm -hmm. you know and that brings me to my my second point. Well, second point, I don't even know what number I'm at. But like another point when it comes to dealing with rejection is a lot of times when somebody 
rejects you or doesn't really want you or isn't showing as much interest, you feel this need to convince them that you're good for them. You feel this need to like try to like push them to want you. And that's why my thing is like when I say ghosting, that's exactly what I mean. Like I am trying so hard to battle the want me, choose me versus like, Alessia, you're going to stay quiet because you know your worth and you're not putting yourself down that. So it's like, it's that. Yeah, because very often when somebody will reject us, we feel this need to prove to them that we are good enough, that we are the best. But in reality... And sometimes proving that you are the best is zipping your mouth and just knowing you're the best. Because when you know you're the best, you don't have to say you're the best. Yeah. And sometimes you don't actually feel that way, but it's just about pretending and it's just about ghosting. But it's not even that. It's just... Why would you want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with you? Yeah. Everybody deserves to have somebody that wants to be with Mm -hmm. them. And you should never have to convince somebody why they should choose you. You should never have to do that. The right person for you will be somebody that recognizes your worth and really is interested in you. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be somebody that you have to force and push to see you. And I see a lot of girls doing that, honestly. Um, you know, I, I actually think it's something that women do more is they feel a guy pulling away or being less interested in them. And they feel like they need to fight even more to like show him like why I'm the girl for you. But it's like, no, because once you finally, let's say, lock him down and like get him to be like, okay, let's go on another date or whatever. You're always going to feel that pressure to keep him interested. But the right relationship for you, you won't have to feel like you're constantly trying to keep him there. You yeah. know what I mean? You're That's just such yourself, a you're situation. natural and someone is yeah. just gonna like that. Exactly. And like what's meant to be will be. And if you have to force it, if you have to like push somebody to be interested in you or I don't want change something about yourself to make that person interested in you, it's not the person for you. It's not the thing you should pursue. So mm-hmm. you need to remember that as soon as somebody rejects you, you should be like, okay, that's like my blessing in disguise like now i can move forward because this clearly isn't the person for me because he doesn't want me like it's as simple as that you're not the person for me because you don't want me you know so if you can't and i know a lot of people will be like they use this sort of mentality which i kind of don't agree with which is like and i think it's just like a blanket of like to, to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. But it's this like, well, if he can't recognize what he had, then like that's his loss, which I kind of disagree with because sometimes you're just not interested in somebody. They could be the best fucking per- perfect yeah. person and there's just something missing and that's okay. Like it's okay to be like, look, I'm just not interested in you. Like it has nothing to do with you. It's just not working for me and moving on. Mm -hmm. It's not, nobody's losing out. Like, it's not like, well, he couldn't recognize how good I am. It's like, no, you're just better for somebody else. And that's okay. It's okay. Like nobody's losing. You guys are both going on to win with other people. You know, so and it bothers me when people were like, oh, well, his loss, like he doesn't know what he had. It's like, no, he knew what he had. It wasn't the right fit for him. And that there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with he did you a favor. He or you, he did you a favor because you're going to be with someone who will value the things that he couldn't that he he wasn't looking for. And that's fine. And I think another big point for me, and I spoke about this in our episode about jealousy. And it's some it's like a tactic that I always use to to understand the other side so sometimes when you feel like shit the best thing to do is to put yourself on the opposing view and kind of be like on like the the opposite point of view and kind of be like okay 
I'm this person who's rejecting me, who's not interested in me. Like what's going through my mind, you know, like when I think about when I'm rejecting somebody, it's never for like, like I'm never rejecting somebody out of like personal reasons. It's just like, oh, this is not the guy for me. And like, I don't think anything of it. And it's like, hey, like this isn't working out. Like, let's move on. So sometimes you have to put yourself in that mindset of like, how do I feel when I'm rejecting somebody? Mm -hmm. And then putting yourself in the person's shoes and being like, okay, well, they're not looking at me and being like, well, her hair is too short where I don't like this about her and I don't like that about her and I don't like this. Sometimes it just doesn't fit. And like, sometimes you have to put yourself in the shoes of how you are when you're doing that. Yeah. And be able to see yourself when I'm rejecting that point someone, of view. When I'm rejecting someone, I'm never thinking so in depth I'm not. I'm not I'm not even thinking so much into it and that's the problem. I don't even think why I don't like you. I just think it's not working. Like I like I could yeah, I, mean, I could look, compile a reasons look. of why we don't fit, but I'm not going I don't like your nose. I don't like your this. You're too this. Yeah, you're too it's, loud. It's normally never things that are physical Yeah. because if you were first of all giving that person the opportunity and chance at the beginning and you were trying it out, clearly there was a physical attraction. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's it's ever really physical. No, I agree. That, but I think a lot of people feel like it is. Yeah. And it's never. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't vibe at the same thing. Maybe you wanted kids. They didn't. There's so many things it could be. Mm -hmm. Your personality is not something that that they, you know, mesh with. There's literally a million reasons. It's it's 99.9% .9 of the time never looks. Unless you're like catfishing, but then like... <laughs> True. But, but even at that, and I think the the what that takeaway is, is that it's not personal. It has everything to do with that person, but not about you. It has nothing to do with how... Yeah, we, can't, we can't be like at the guy like, oh, fuck him. Like, yeah. he just lost the best thing. It's like, yeah, but... You're the best thing for someone else. Yeah. And like you need to remember that. That's another thing is like just because you weren't somebody's cup of tea doesn't mean you're not going to be the fucking whole beverage for someone else. Yeah. Like somebody's going to sip you up, baby, and they're going to love every second of it. But yeah, you shouldn't try to fit yourself into a mold or feel badly. And I know that it's obviously everyone when you get rejected, you obviously start looking like like how how could I have been better like what did I do what's wrong with me you know like you really start to feel badly about yourself but you should never take it personally and internalize it because you are you and like someone's gonna love everything about you there's gonna be somebody out there that really fits for you you know what yeah. I mean and that being said there's also gonna be a lot of people that won't fit with you and that's just what it is because if we fit with everybody then it wouldn't be fun anymore but to find somebody. Also, I think that's what also makes love so amazing. Because yeah. then when you actually find it, you're like, oh, I had to go through all these hurdles to find it and to see why my person now is so perfect for mm -hmm. me and so amazing. And you like also like appreciate them even more because you've been through things that didn't work out. So yeah. you're like, you know what you want. And you're also like aware enough to know that it doesn't come often and you hold on to it and appreciate it so much more when you do have it. Yeah. Guys, the holiday season is rolling around quicker than you know it. And, yeah. you know, speaking of coming quick, <laughs> let's talk about the best and below the waist grooming for men. And it's Manscaped. So if you're looking for a gift for, you know, that special guy in your life, it could be your situationship. It could be your dad. It could be your sugar daddy. It could really be anybody with a set of balls. <laughs> you want to gift them this year a beautiful razor. You can even do a shampoo and conditioner, some ball deodorant, some a nice pair of soft boxers. 
there's really everything for mm-hmm. a man's needs on Manscaped. So go check them out and get your Christmas shopping done. And also, what's better than buying a Christmas gift at a discount? We love a good uh, promo code here on the Chemical X podcast. So guys, head on to manscaped.com and use our discount code chemicalx at checkout to receive 20% off. And if you weren't already sold, which I don't know why you wouldn't be, we are also giving you free shipping. So Chemical X at checkout to receive 20% off and free shipping. And next up, our lovely other sponsor is Izotti. So if you have a man in your life that loves to wear a nice suit, or if you want the man in your life to be wearing a nice fitted suit, because we all know that suits make a man hotter. Yeah. I mean, they make a boy a man. Anyways, if he's a boy and he's not ready to be a man, maybe you get him that as a gift to show him what you want from him. Exactly. So guys, if you're looking for a nice Italian-made, tailor-made bespoke suit, look no further than Izotti. And uh, you just got to put in all the measurements and get yourself a perfect custom-made suit. With our discount code ChemicalX at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your man's first suit or his 45th suit. It's not how many suits he has. It's how well it fits. And guys, as you know, I was... uh, I had spoken to you guys about my Invisalign treatment that I'm actually doing. So if you're interested in getting Invisalign and you're in the Montreal, Laval, Quebec area um, or any sort of dental work at all, if you're looking for a new dentist, you're looking to switch it up, check out Dr. Marty. So you can check it out on Instagram. We'll link her down below. She's the one that's been doing both of our dental Mm -hmm. work recently. Super nice, beautiful clinic, um, amazing service. Literally the best service. Everything is to the T. She's actually going to be doing my teeth whiter and she's Mm going to be filling them in, which I'm so excited about. So we'll keep you guys posted. But yeah, if you're looking for a dentist and you are in the area, guys, it's just so advanced. Like if I compare it to the other dentist I was going to, you can't even compare. Mm-hmm. So check her out, Dr. Marty. Guys, there's nothing sexier than a nice smile. So check her out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think also when it comes to rejection, a lot of people will get rejected and then be very discouraged after and not and be so afraid of getting rejected again that they just like completely... Yeah, so take I actually, themselves out. Yeah, so I actually want to talk about that because, like, I know it's easy to say, like, once you get rejected, like, it's not personal, it's not any of this, but, like, even me after that, I was like, oh, like, the thought now of, like, even having to, like, speak to someone. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually just want to be alone. It's not about not knowing that there's going to be someone out there for me because I know that there is and I know, like, my value. It's just more like a discouragedness and, like, mentally prepping for like something else again Mm -hmm. and not really having the emotional capacity right now to just like start from the beginning or even so like guys if you're ever feeling like something didn't work out and you need the time to be like you know what i was rejected let me just take this time for myself let me actually not focus on love for a second i feel like that's when the best things happen you know because now i'm like i'm just kind of like it didn't work out. I'm not pushing anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that even comes into my life now, my excitement for it, even if it's somebody that I feel like I could see myself with, it's kind of like, it's sad to say, but just like monotone. Yeah. It's not like, ah, like I'm so excited. Like I'm really just like holding that part of my life now, just a little more like locked. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying I'm not open to it. I'm just more reserved. And I think that I actually like that I'm being a little bit more reserved now because I don't I don't want to 
give everyone my best at the yeah. beginning when they don't deserve it mm -hmm. you know so now it's like okay well someone's just gonna have to work a little bit harder for it mm -hmm. and that's okay like those are the walls i put up and it's it's yeah maybe it's annoying for the person who has to do it but for the right person they're gonna enjoy every minute of having to knock them down mm -hmm. and like i i do like i'm saying like don't let it discourage you and the same like beat though i do think it's important to take the time to heal from it yeah because i think a lot of people bounce back from rejection and immediately well, they like, try how can to, i find another person to yeah. just like fill the void so how can i find somebody who's gonna like me so that i can feel better about getting rejected and what i've seen and i've seen this with actually close people to me is like they'll get rejected bounce back try to find somebody else and then they're so like in this vibe that when they do get rejected again so soon after it hits them even harder and then they start spiraling down this like need to find somebody that's going to validate them and they're not going to stop yeah. until they find that person and every single time they get rejected no matter how like small or whatever like actually every little thing that happened they take it as a rejection yeah, because yeah. and then the they're person... so sensitive right now in this time that everything that happens they immediately feel like they're getting rejected and they start to panic yeah. so it's like so important to take the time if like a rejection did hurt you to take that time recognize it heal from it and then be like okay i'm ready to go back yeah. out there and face the possibility of this happening again because if you go back out there and you're just assuming that like it needs to work out the next time or I can't handle it. Like you're not at the right place. I think that you are. Yeah, like exactly. Like for me, it was like, okay, that didn't work out. I'm not exactly ready to like step out again and do like the whole thing. Even if it wasn't like such a crazy and serious thing, I think rejection will have us kind of just like in our thoughts and stuff. And I think sometimes being in your thoughts, eventually you just become like, okay, like Alessia, like this didn't work out it's fine like it happens but if i'm like trying to fill the void with like someone else again any little thing they can do is just going to be triggering and then yeah. it's going to like actually make me still be hurting about the thing before and mm. the new thing and the next thing that's coming yeah so just taking the time to be like i'm good on my own i'm fine it happens it happens to the best of us I mean, I think there's like a lot of different ways in your life that you can get rejected too. And like sometimes you have to almost look at it in like a logical perspective. It's like when you're applying for jobs, for example, mm -hmm. like and you really want a job, like when you get rejected, yeah, it fucking hurts. And like it really feels like shit. But for some reason, when you get rejected from a job, we never take it personally. Like, yeah, it fucking sucks. But we take it in almost this light of like, okay, well, I just wasn't the right fit for the role. And I think that's also the way we should start looking at getting rejected from relationships. It's like, I wasn't the right fit for the role and there's nothing wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't the right fit. And that's okay. And like, I think looking at it from that perspective helps you clarify that it's not personal and isn't about you, you know? And yeah. like, it's like when you're looking for that's jobs really true. and you get rejected, you know, like it feels like shit and you're bummed out for like a little while and you feel discouraged and you feel like, fuck, am I going to find a job? But then you keep going because you know that there is that job out there for you. So you know, in that sense, that's where I believe, like, don't get discouraged. Like, don't make it shut you down from mm -hmm. being so afraid of being rejected again. Because like I said, when you're looking for jobs, chances are you're going to get rejected a lot of times before you do get a job. And you need to be ready and willing to experience that rejection, you know, to get to the point where you're actually going to find something that's really good for you. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think that's just a good point of view to use 
um, in a way to like realize that it isn't about you, you know, because I think what hurts so much about rejection is the fact that we think it's us. That's what hurts. Yeah, is it feels so personal. That's the painful. Yeah. Part. All these like things that we're all saying, they're so annoying to hear, though, when you're getting rejected. Oh, so 100%. like it's fun. But it's to, also nice it's, to hear in a it's, way. It's nice to hear that everyone goes through it, blah, 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 blah. But somebody going through it is like sh- literally shut the fuck up. A hundred percent. Shut the fuck up. But a but you you overcome that so yeah. it's it's totally fucking normal yeah like when Ale was going through it i i had said like uh you know like but that's everything the most annoying thing and and just know that when like someone's being rejected sometimes you don't have to tell people what it's like so obvious and like yeah okay you know like whatever but like just be my friend like i don't need you to say oh it's just not you know what i mean sometimes mm-hmm. it's so annoying when someone's like it's not you like it's like okay you know a hundred percent i think i try and like be like that with like friends or like it's even like somebody will lose someone in their life i'm not gonna be like oh like it, there's certain things that sometimes are so obvious and like you think that that's mm-hmm. what people want to hear but sometimes it's like just talk shit with me yeah you know what i mean like i don't yeah. i don't care like yeah. let me go through it I, everything you're saying i already know i'm just going through it yeah I also think, though, that there's a certain, like, mix of doing it where it's, like, 100% I'll always go in on somebody and be, like, like, yeah, like, what the fuck? That's so shit. But then I'll also be, like, yeah, but, like, also don't forget these certain points. For sure. And that's something that I realized going through my breakup. breakup, People would say a lot of things that was so annoying to hear at the time. But looking back, I'm, like, thank God people did say those things because it stuck in my mind. And I eventually am able to look back and be, like, for sure. At the beginning, I, at the beginning, you're like, I 100%. literally just want to have one day to just cry about this. Yeah. Hate the world. And it's fine. I think giving yourself that time to just be like, today, I'm allowed to be in a bad mm-hmm. mood like this really pissed me off. But I think to give yourself more than one day to like sob in something, then I actually start being like, well, no, redirect your focus because mm-hmm. it's fine. Something happens to like be pissed about it. But I think if you're holding on to something that wasn't there, then you have to look within and be like, look, at some point, grow a pair, wake up and Mm -hmm. realize that the world is still going on. Life is still happening and life goes on. Yeah. You know, so I think people do, you know, everyone's different and some people take it a lot harder than others, depending on your character, depending how confident you are, like. For some people, like one rejection can like ruin their whole fucking vibe for months. And I think it's just about like, like you said, like you really have to take you have to be strong with yourself because it's like, yeah, the first day you give yourself to cry doesn't mean the second day you don't want to fucking sit in and cry again. You have to literally force yourself. It's like you're battling what you want. You're it's it's about having discipline Discipline. and knowing like I want to do this. But I'm I'm not allowing it. Yeah. Like this is not gonna fucking take over my world. Mm-hmm. Like and, and you have to be like that in so many, so many situations in life. I mean, I think another one that goes perfectly with having discipline is often when you get rejected, we tend to like compare ourselves to other people or be like, you know, maybe like maybe he's into this girl and like how do I you know match up to her and like it's so easy to fall into the trap of comparing yourself to other people and trying to find the root of why they didn't choose you and i think the whole idea of like comparison is so toxic and so horrible and that's where you have to have the most discipline is like stopping yourself from going down that loop that like um 
not loophole but like that hole yeah you know like spiraling down that is so bad because you're you're gonna find people and you're gonna be like well she's prettier but she has this but like you cannot comparing i have to say is one of the worst things that you could do for yourself in confidence in success in business career what relationship Mm -hmm. every single thing comparing is the most toxic and worst thing you and how do do you ever feel better after you compare you You never never feel you you literally never feel better you go into it trying to make yourself feel better you always always fail yeah it's like you're talking to a guy you go see like who he follows and stuff and you're like oh okay like at the beginning you're like oh this is like Okay, you're like confident. You're like, oh, well, he's interested in me. He's writing to me, so yeah. like, I he must, likes brunettes. He likes you know? brunettes. That's I clearly am his type. Yeah. So you're going in there like confident, and then the second something happens, then all of a sudden, all the people you were kind of looking like you were against are yeah. all of a sudden all better than you. Yeah, they all had something you didn't. For yeah. some reason, all of a sudden, now you're comparing yourself to fucking thirty five people who, like. Why are you even yeah. going there? Why are we even comparing? 100%. You are not me and I'm not you. And that's the beauty of it. Like, why? And when you start comparing, you tend to pick on things that don't matter. Like, I think comparing has a lot to do with looks or how somebody makes their life perceived to be. But those things actually don't matter. And it's very hard to see that at that time. You just go, okay, this girl's prettier than me. Like, he's going to choose her. But like, that's not what real relationships are like relationships at the end of the day like yeah maybe somebody will initially be interested in you based off of your appearance because it is something that we judge people when we don't know anything about them we judge them off their appearance but it's not going to be the thing that makes them stay it's not going to be the thing that somebody's going to fall in love with you for yeah and i think that's kind of like the next topic we really wanted to talk about you know you can you can be around friends who you have beautiful friends or you just feel like you're like the odd one out and you don't feel like as beautiful or as worthy of finding someone because you're finding yourself in positions of going out that are kind of shady, which could be like clubs, you know, restaurants where people normally base you off of, you know, the looks. first thing, which is looks, you know. So you're like, I feel like I have all these great qualities, but like I'm going out, let's say, with friends. And it's like me being compared against all the friends I'm with and you trying to fight your place in like line yeah as to why you're worthy for this person yeah versus all your other friends and i think in every friend group comparison is literally disgusting i would say it's definitely like a girls group kind of thing where we even guys i think yeah different ways for sure but like there obviously is that kind of competition between friends and you start comparing yourself especially when maybe somebody is always getting more attention than you or something you naturally start to think well like she's prettier than me she dresses better than me like people are more interested in her and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to fall down that route but then you end up starting to kind of low-key resent that person Mm -hmm. and have like negative feelings towards them and like that's such a toxic vibe and i think in our friendship we all have this very like I don't feel like there is that competition between us all. It's like, I think all my friends are beautiful and like I can go out on 10 nights out and not be approached once and all my friends get approached. And like, yeah, maybe it would sting in that moment, but like you always have to just like bring yourself back and be like, it's not like it has nothing to do with me. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like I'm very capable of like, sometimes we'll go out and it's like people will be coming up to Alessia, coming up to Alessia. And it's like, okay, somebody's not flirting with me. Like that doesn't mean that I'm not beautiful. Like I'm not worthy that I'm not whatever Mm -hmm. it is. It's just like, you're somebody's type. They're coming up to you. They want to talk to you and that's fine. Like they're not looking at it. You know what I mean? Like it's so 
people take it so personally Mm -hmm. but in that situation i just look and i'd be like wow sick like this hot guy is coming up to you like i don't feel yeah i don't go down the route of being like well why didn't he choose me well why is no one talking to me like do i not look good tonight like what the fuck you know like yeah it's very toxic to go down that route and i think a lot of people do that and a lot of people feel low-key jealous if like you're getting attention and they're not you know and being a part of a group of girls that you know we do love to dress up and look good and go out and we do have that vibe it can feel sometimes like very like mm-hmm. comparing and I like think competitive also, like for example guys we have this podcast together if you don't think veronica and i get pinned against each other and all compared the time all the time you have no idea and i think sometimes it could sting for me it could sting for veronica it's really such a toxic mm-hmm. thing on the internet and as much as like we are strong enough to like recognize it it hurts us both you know like to to not be someone's type it's like okay yeah we get over it but also like mean messages are still mean messages and like if we're feeling that and we're two different fucking people with like different needs and wants Mm -hmm. like why are we being pinned against each other you know like and it's it's the worst because you're put in a situation where obviously you're with somebody that's like like just for our situation example like yeah we're obviously best friends we do this podcast yeah. together and when people and we don't compare ourselves to each other because we know we have our two different yeah. personalities i don't ever feel in competition with you because Never. not only do we have different types we have just different vibes and like yeah. i don't feel like we're do you know what i mean like i don't ever feel in competition yeah. but then it's like people will come on the internet and comment on like who's prettier who's smarter like um, this one's the ugly one like i would only fuck that one or like this girl needs a nose job this girl needs to send like just blatantly call out shit about us that makes you think it's like like, we're not like that we're not like that at all but then it's like wait am i missing something Mm -hmm. here should i be jealous of veronica because he's that girl's type and he's not mine like it, it literally plays tricks on your mind when it's like we don't have that feeling ever and i think it's so fucked up it's the it's the most fucked up thing and toxic thing ever and it's a hard situation to be and i hate the internet (laughs) yeah but i think for the most part people don't experience the comparison to that level that we do because we really do experience it on a level that's like not normal yeah and it is really hard and like the way that i see it is just like if some like i'm the type of person where and i know this is so weird but it's like when I like it's like people will comment mean shit about me and then like one person will comment something mean about you and I'll delete the comment so that you can't see it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's like I'm not the type where I know a lot of people would be out there that would want you to get a mean comment so they feel better that they're yeah. getting mean comments too. But I'm like, no, like I don't want you to have to yeah. feel bad because I'm feeling bad. Yeah. Does that and make sense? No, it a hundred percent makes sense because like I think because we've both um have witnessed the feeling mm-hmm. we know how it feels so like for our best friend to have to go through that it's fucking shitty yeah. so like if i can stop that from happening i want to do that because i know how i would feel yeah exactly yeah and guys when we were before starting this podcast i was just like googling like rejection and like one of this uh, basically i read up on google this like one situation where a girl was like you know, I met a girl in class. She was beautiful. Not only was she beautiful, she was smart. She had everything going for her. And I was like, wow, like, I wish I could be her. And she's like, I eventually went up to her, got to know her and became friends with her. And then I found out she was having like family problems. And I realized that her life wasn't perfect. And then I was able to sympathize with her. And then I just 
bonded with her and became friends. And so wasn't like, jealous anymore. And wasn't jealous anymore. So like as much as sometimes we say like we want to remove that message so that, you know, we can stop our friend from being hurt. Sometimes we bond and connect with something. How do I say this without being mean? Like sometimes it as shady as it is, sometimes we have to see someone hurting or like having something bad in order to be like I could relate or like wow you're not as perfect as I thought so like I can sympathize with you and I and we can bond and connect in this like weird way yeah. of feeling like yeah life sucks like I, it's wrong for it's sure it's so wrong but, but like imagine I get I'm it. googling that and that yeah. that's what the girl's saying it's like once I realize that you know she's she having, has a shit life she I has feel a better. shit life then I feel better it's like we should never want someone to have something shit in order to like relate and connect to but like sometimes that is life it's mm -hmm. like we connect on the things that we don't have perfect or like we yeah. don't and like that's what creates the bigger bonds and it's so true like people love to hear when like beautiful people have problems or like celebrities they love to hear the gossip they love to hear the fucked up shit because they like to know that even perfect people are going through shit. And I think sometimes if you're and look, I think like everybody needs that validation sometimes, but it is a little bit of a weak mindset. But mm -hmm. I get it. It's like you look at somebody and they're so beautiful. They're so smart. You think everything must be perfect for them. They must have the perfect life. And then you realize like they have a fucking abusive boyfriend and their family life is shit. And somehow that makes you feel better, which is wrong well, you shouldn't want somebody to but to, i think naturally i think naturally better. everyone subconsciously does that yeah and like just reading that on google i was like oh wow like that's kind of really fucked up and negative mm -hmm. but like in a way if they became friends out of it and they mm -hmm. kind of like connected and bonded and now they have a friendship together maybe the negativity is what needed to happen in order to create a bond which is yeah, fucked up like but it's just to be able to you, understand someone better because yeah. I think jealousy comes from a place of like you don't understand and you feel like you can't relate. Like sometimes people are super people jealous. People just want to relate. They want to relate. Yeah. They want to feel like I could be like you. And when somebody feels so out of touch, that's when you start to feel like I could never be you. So I'm going to hate you instead. Yeah. So when they find that little piece of relatability, that little piece of like, maybe you're not perfect. Maybe you kind of are like me. Then they empathize with you and be like, oh, okay, well, your life is not perfect. So like, I can like you now because you're attainable, mm -hmm. you know? And it's fucked up, but I do get mm -hmm. that, you know, validation that's needed through that. Yeah. And if you're going out with friends who you believe or feel that are, you know, prettier than you, which I think there's no such thing, like your uniqueness is mm -hmm. what makes you you and you're perfect for that person you're going to find and not for the other person that you're comparing yourself to. But you definitely have to put yourself in different situations if you are feeling like every time you're going out in like kind of you know judgy places like restaurants uh clubs and the first thing people are looking at are appearance mm -hmm. then you definitely have to put yourself in different situations with different friendships and groups in order to kind of blossom yeah if you're kind of feeling like wow like i never get approached like this is you're always overlooked you're always overlooked you're you feel misread then you gotta there's things that need to change you don't have to be jealous over your friend you don't need to hate them for it i think you just need to be like okay like Maybe I need to try going, you know, to the library or going to different places where you feel like your person would like understand you and get you. Or like you just have the space to 
grow and blossom and to meet yeah to blossom you know like like we were saying because it's like know, if nobody gives you the chance then i get the irritation and like 100%. the anger towards like i would be amazing but no one's giving me yeah. the opportunity then change your surroundings and it's like we were saying before you know clubs are a place where it is a extremely superficial environment where people are, I promise you, the only thing they're looking at is how hot you are, how good you look, how pretty you are. That's all they're judging you on. They can't mm-hmm. fucking hear what you're saying. They don't care, you know, anything else. All they're looking at is how good you look, okay? So you're putting yourself in an environment, maybe you're friends with fucking 10 top models, in an environment where everyone is basing you off your looks, yeah, probably you'll really feel the blow a lot that they're always going up to your Mm -hmm. friends and you'll feel that. But it doesn't take away from like the fact that you have a lot of valuable things. You're just not in the environment to, let's say, quote unquote, win in that situation, you know? So like maybe in a situation where, you know, it's calmer and you could do your storytelling and maybe you're somebody who has a really extroverted personality and you're super funny, like in that case, I'm sure you're going to dominate a room and you're going to feel super confident that like, okay, I do got it, you know? But if you're always putting yourself in situations where you know that you're going to lose, you know, like it's very difficult. And a club is exactly the place where people don't care what else you have. They just look at you based on looks and they're just going to go for the prettiest one in the group. And as the other people surrounding that, it could feel very hurtful. And like, I get it and you could end up feeling jealous, but like putting yourself in the right circumstances to actually... It sounds bad, but like to have a chance. Yeah. I don't know how to explain. It's just like you have to understand that those areas are superficial. That is what's happening. Like yeah. it's not it's not right. Let's but that's say what for it example, is. let's say for example, you're going out with your super hot friend and you you kind of know the like if you, you know, bring your man around or someone you're talking to, they're gonna like sway to your friend then you don't want that person one anyways you want them to know your value and know why they're with you Mm -hmm. so the second that you feel like your man is going to be maybe swayed towards someone else then you have to look in within and be like why am i settling Mm -hmm. with someone who will turn around and be like all gaga google over the first fucking pretty person that you know comes by they have to see your value and know why they are with you not just for looks 100 percent And I think like actually the whole comparing thing is a very like personal thing for me because I would say that I really experienced it a lot growing up with my sister. Mm -hmm. Um, I had spoken about this a long time ago on an episode, but like growing up, I was I I didn't grow up comparing myself to my my sister, but I was constantly being compared to her by other people. Mm -hmm. So in turn, that makes you look at each other and go like, okay, well, are you the prettier one am i the smarter one like it makes you naturally put yourself in the mindset to compare yourself to that person and growing up it was always like she's the prettier sister like she was always getting all the attention she was always like all the guys wanted her like i was always afraid that like if i would talk to a, a guy he was like settling for the uglier sister you know what i mean like that was my mindset because that was things that i was hearing from people that was like always the energy that I was around people were constantly pitting ourselves against each other. Even though I wasn't doing that, people were giving me, feeding me that information will make you start doing it. And like, I'm sure anybody with a sister or like, you know, a sibling of the same gender has experienced that. And for me, you know, it was really hard growing up, like always feeling like I was the ugly sister or whatever. But what it did make me do is like really develop my personality and Mm -hmm. really develop like, You know, like I would say the reason why I love being funny and making people laugh is because I felt like that's how I can get people to like me in a, it sounds fucked up, but like, I feel like this is my strong suit is entertaining people. So let me 
be funny. Let me be happy. Let me make people smile, make people laugh. And that way I know that when they're interested in me, it's because they really like me for my personality. Yeah. And And I think bringing that back to like the girl in the club, like let's say your strong suit is like what you feel you're very confident at is like your personality. Well, like if you're going in places like clubs and restaurants, it's hard for you to like shine, right? Yeah. But if you're putting yourself at different situations and let's say you're going with your hot friend, yeah. for example, and you're at a place where, you know, you got to talk and stuff. I'm telling you, the guy who's like, that girl's hot is probably going to not be swayed mm. by the girl that's hot and is going to be like, wow, I want the girl with that sick personality. Yeah. But if you don't put yourself in settings where you will, where you're like having that, then you're always going to feel like you're never being chosen. Exactly. And like, that's why for me growing up, I kind of at this, a certain point accepted like, okay, I can't be the prettier one because she is, you know what I mean? And I don't want to feel resentment to that. I just want to feel like I'm good in my own way. So like, I think that's why I just became a person that I was really like, I want to love who I am. So I really started to love my personality and like who I was as a person. And I knew that when I was going to be with somebody, it's because they really valued me for who I was and not what I looked like. So in those cases, when I would end up with a guy, it's like, I know that you chose me for my personality. So like, I don't feel concerned that you're going to go and leave me for my sister. Not that that would ever happen, but like, just to say, I really was so confident in myself and maybe didn't feel like I was prettier, but like, I felt like I am who I am. And like, you're choosing me for me. You love me. So I feel confident that like, I don't need to compete with anyone else. And this is the perfect example of looks are Mm -hmm. nothing in the end. Yes, they might attract somebody at the beginning, but in order to like have a solid foundation, a solid relationship, it is always with how you feel inside within yourself and never about your looks. Mm -hmm. That was the perfect example of like, it's literally almost never about your looks and if somebody and is with you just for your looks i promise you it's not working out yeah it's it's not working it's out. not working out and also like you have to realize and this was another thing and guys i know i'm bringing my sister into this like my bad but like it's just really my learning experience in this case and like for me i really had to look at like what's her strong suits what's my strong suits like what does she have that like makes her her and what do i have that makes me me and i know that somebody who's like I know that the people that are going to be attracted to us are going to be wildly different people because we have very different personalities and you can't compare yourself to somebody like you can't be like, oh, this guy didn't like me. But it's like, yeah, because they have way more in common. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes we tend to compare ourselves to somebody, but realize that we're not even in the same ballgame at all. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that it was like my type, the people that I attracted were extremely different people than the people you attract, for example, or the people that my okay, sister, but now, for example, group, you for know, example, what happens when your personalities are kind of very similar and you're kind of feeling like you're into the same guys. Cause I feel like for yeah. us, for example, we're not into the same guys. Yeah. Like realistically. Yeah. We know what a hot guy is. Like we could agree. But we have very different, but we types. have very different types. So I don't think we've ever run into the issue. We of like, never we never really yeah. ran into the issue. So in that case, it's like we're easy yeah, to easy. be able to say like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But for people with similar personalities and similar I, types too? and similar types, I can understand how that could kind of be like a little bit hard. For sure. But I do think, look, everyone's their own person. Yeah. Everyone is unique. Like everyone is amazing. And like once you realize that no one is against each other, that's when like you can sleep peacefully at night. And do you ever feel like sometimes you have friends that kind of, you know, 
you have that comparison with or like you feel like people have that on you um because like i get it sisters like with siblings it happens but you're also like at the end of the day like bitch we were blood yeah you know like we have no choice like you almost have to kind of say what does she have what do i have work on your personality she does her thing like you almost feel like well she's not going anywhere i'm stuck with her yeah like she's blood but how does it work with a friendship i mean I'm trying to think because sometimes situation. people will just be like, I need to get this person out of my life because it's stopping me from, you know, getting the person I want or like being around it so I can see how it's like. <sighs> I mean, look, if I had a friend that felt like so jealous of me that I had to get rid of them, like you're not a friend to begin with. Like, yeah, if we can't my recognize- defense mechanism to that, if I because I've witnessed people like jealous of me. I would literally show them like such bad parts of my life. This isn't going to sound so fucked up, but like I would bring them into like the things I hate about myself or like things that I'm insecure about so that they can relate to me so that they can stop being jealous. Yeah. Which is, which is kind of like the girl and which is kind of like the girl. Like I will do that internally the other way. Yeah. So, which makes me understand that quote of that girl on Google. Cause I'm like, if I'm internally doing that for people to be able to like relate to me, then I must, be doing it to someone who I feel like mm-hmm. is like maybe a little bit prettier than yeah. me or maybe like I feel like I can never attain. I mean, which is like, yeah, okay, yeah. shady, but like I think I get it. I just think like I don't want to have the people around me that I feel like I need to like lose so that you feel good. Like I want to be surrounded by people yeah. who want to see me win, even if it might make them like. Like, no, I don't want you to feel jealous of me, actually, because I look at everyone else and I'm happy for them when they're winning. I'm happy for them yeah, no. when they have their and shit. And we're like that. We feel like we're happy. But I, I, I think even in our friendship now, I'm not going to hear sugarcoated and say we're all like that in our yeah. friend group. We're no. not. We're no. not. There's people that get jealous. Yeah. It's, it's a very it could be a toxic environment. So I was just wondering, like, what tips we can give to. I mean, for me, like, the would way- you share would you share certain information with someone if you knew that in a way, low key, they would be jealous? So I would hold I would hold back information, and I do that. That's how I am when I feel like somebody is a little bit like envious or like maybe not in the right place to be hearing how I'm winning. I purposely won't share that information so you are, with them. In a way, doing the same thing I'm doing yeah. and like telling them something that's like or not- like just be like, oh yeah, whatever. Like not going too much into it because I also don't want to make you feel like shit. Is it fucked up that I have to do that and you're not happy for me? Yes. Yeah. But like I recognize that, you know, in me saying this, I don't want your bad vibes onto me. So maybe I'll just like not talk about this with you if I feel like you can't handle me winning. You know what I mean? And like I do think that some people are like that and I think it's shit. I really think it is shit to like have that competition with your friend and feel badly about your friend winning you know because you're not yeah and i think the reason i wanted to mention that is because then i i feel like people are gonna get this idea of us and that we just have that perfect friend group that's like don't we all have like we're all wanting everyone to succeed and win and i think everyone wants in our friend group would want us to win in but in the same beat have to be winning at the yeah. same time too. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that in a friend group. It's like you're doing as good as you're doing until they feel like they're so behind they can't catch up. Then it's like wheel it back and, and make them realize that yeah. they are a value in your friendship. And like it's really it's, fucked it's up. It's like you had said. It's like people 
always want you to be at the same place as they are. So it's like, yeah, I was saying if that you're before. in a relationship, they also want to be in a relationship. If you're single, they also want to be single. You know, it's very hard to watch someone else do so good and you're not there. And like we've spoken about this in the past, you know, being with people that align with who you are. But I also think it's about like emotional maturity and being able to recognize that where somebody is in their life has nothing to do with you. Literally nothing. Why do I have to be single? Because you're single. Do you know what I mean? Like you need to grow personally on yourself if you can't handle the fact that I'm in a relationship and you're not. Do you get what I'm saying? I think it's because people feel like change is going to affect their friendship with you Mm -hmm. and like, you changing and like developing into new experiences and like a new chapter is going to make them like leave them behind kind of it's one going to make them feel like they're left behind Two that they're really like not there. So they mm-hmm. feel like, wow, like I need to be jealous of this person because they have what I want. So it's like that urge of like urgency of feeling like they're like really far away from you. But like, we always say everyone's kernels pop at a different time and there's a reason <laughs> We've said that. that person is in a relationship and you're not and there's things you need to work on, things they're working on and it's not a race to the finish line. You're fucking friends, yeah. you know? Like, if everyone's success was measured on, like, making it to the the, the freaking end of the race at the same time, then you're no going to have literally no friends and you're not going to be happy. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think like it's just all these little things that go into rejection, like comparing yourself to other people, you know, like feeling like other people are getting things and you're not, you know, if you feel like your dates are always going bad and like you see your friend like, oh, meets a guy right away and like they hit it off, you know, like it's very hard to be in that environment. You're always going to compare, but like it's about having discipline and like really just knowing who you are at the end of the day, like that's the recipe to everything, but being confident in yourself and knowing like, I am who I am and like the right person will be able to recognize like the things that make me special and I don't need to compete against other people. I don't need to be with somebody who doesn't fully want me and Mm -hmm. like I'm everything that I need to be and I'm a hundred percent, you know, and I'm the best for the person that's gonna be Yeah, for for sure. And I just want to give like an example quickly. So when I had this whole rejection story, I had told like a couple of people and people are always going to give you their opinion based on their experience. Mm -hmm. So just remember that if somebody didn't have the best experience with someone with something, and then you're going in there with like your kind of like dilemma, they're, they're giving you from their point of view from what they've experienced. So for example, you know, one of my friends has got, you know, rejected and like it really hurt her. And the reason for it wasn't for maybe that, you know, there was another partner in the picture or like, something that might be what's happening to me they would like go out of their way to make it a point to be like no it's not that they had another partner like they wanted me to feel what they felt because that's what happened to them and and for them to feel like at ease yeah it would have to be the only option right you know so like sometimes when you're able to acknowledge somebody else's experience experiences and why they're like projecting that way you're able to be like, okay, well, it's obviously just like from what they've experienced. So don't take everything someone says and be like, that's 100%. Yeah. It. It's like, no, that was their experience. You yeah. know, like you have a different experience. So like, yeah, obviously talking to friends and stuff is like good. But at the end of the day, like you only know. Yeah. So I think a lot of people will give advice based off their own personal experience. And which they- is totally fine. Yeah. And like you can't blame them for it. Yeah. But 
Yeah. But like you just can't take everything that somebody says. And, you know, like a lot of people after they've been cheated on, it's like they turn around and be like, everybody cheats. And it's like you can't turn around and say that because, yeah, maybe you had that experience. But like I could also turn around and be like, well, no, there is loyal guys out there. You know what I mean? So it's like all based on what you've experienced in your life. And you just have to take your situation for how it feels for you and not worry too much about how how other people feel about your situation and what you're going through. Yeah. Because it's going to be different for everybody. Imagine being in a friend group where you're like 100% based off people who say all men cheat and then you're getting into a relationship. Yeah. How the fuck does that make somebody feel? Yeah. Like, do I have to be weird around you now? Because I feel like, well, because you think that all men cheat, I need to like almost be okay and accept it around you guys in Mm -hmm. order to fit in instead of being like, well, I actually don't think that I actually think they're loyal. There's loyal guys out there. It really creates that like kind of energy. That's like, you almost just want to keep within yourself because you're like, I have a good thing. And if I share it with the wrong people, then it might change my perception on, on what I feel. Right. So which I think sometimes is why it's better to just not say things to certain people that you think will have an effect on your opinion over something, you know, which yeah. is why I tend to keep my relationships like for the most part private, because it's like sometimes you're just like, I know what's up. And like, I don't really want everyone else's diluted, experienced uh, advice on it. Exactly. You know? Because people are just going to regurgitate, like you said, what they yeah. know, what they've experienced. And it's like, I don't need that. You know, like I'm going to take yeah. it for what it is and what it is for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. A lot of good advice in this episode, man. Crazy. Be right back, guys. I'm gonna go cry. Yeah. No, <laughs> Suddenly, it was a long time ago, but now I'm 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 bringing back. I'm being brought back right here, right bring now. Bring 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 yeah, bring. <laughs> anyways. So yeah. Guys. Anyways, guys, to wrap it up, rejection fucking sucks. It doesn't get easier, but maybe any one of these points will help you realize that you are not the only one going mm. through it. And just because you're not one person's cup of tea doesn't mean you're not the next. And let's be real. There's a couple of good teas out there, not just oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, thank you so much for listening once again. And you can catch us every single Monday on YouTube, Apple music, Spotify at noon. New episodes drop every single week. So give us a follow. Every single Monday. You made it this far. You're not following and you're listening to the fucking minute. I don't know what. Bro. That's you rude. have no That's respect. actually rude. What the fuck? We're actually in a fight. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Okay? We're in a fight. Go click, the fight. Follow button. Go click that fucking follow button. <laughs> Anyways, guys, see you next week. And uh, yeah, peace. See you later.